Hey guys, what's up? This is the West Tennessee slash West Kentucky version of this week's podcast. This would be week nine. On this week's episode, I have Coach Clayton Morris from West Carroll War Eagle Football, Coach Keith Hodge from Dresden Lions Football, and Coach Sean Thompson from Paducah Tillman Blue Tornado Football. Hey, Coach, how's it going tonight? Good, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good. First of all, uh, how's, how's the off week been? How has practice been this week? Uh, it's been it's been okay. You know, as our focus been what we want it to be, no. As our, uh, as our attendance, you know, we're on fall break right now, so our attendance has been, uh, has been a little, little, little lower than normal, and that's a, that's a concern. But for the ones that are showing up and, and uh, getting after, we've had, a good, we've had a good few days of practice. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I guess we can get into Greenfield because um, that's your next opponent this Friday night, the Yellow Jackets. Um, yes. I found it kind of ironic that it's Greenfield and that's the Yellow Jackets. Oh, hey, yeah, and I'll, I'll throw one on top of you. They're, one of their, their colors are orange, black, and white. <laughs> I think uh, Coach Dixon and I talked about that. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, a few weeks ago. Um, what, uh, what challenges do you see uh, the Yellow Jackets bringing to you guys? You know, they, they're a base, flex-bone, triple-option team, and so that's always a challenge because you have to play, you know, defensively you've got to play some very sound football um, and as far as your responsibilities and being disciplined with your job and your eyes and your alignment. Uh, but even on top of that, they, they throw some wrinkles at it where they'll get into a pistol spread look and do some, some spread concepts. Um, their, their double handoff counter is, is, it's really good. It hits quick. It's probably one of their better plays. Um, and then their, their veer pass, you know, their little hot passes off of veer motion, veer action or midline action is, is pretty good as well. And, and so they, they've struggled this year, uh, for most of the season until, uh, last week. And, and, and they seem to really get some things put together off uh, and, and beat a, beat a pretty good Brewston team and they looked good doing it. And so, uh, you know, they. I think they're finally starting to figure some things out. They're becoming multiple, uh, but whether they're under center or they're in the gun, and they're not really subbing people to do that, so that's always a challenge. Uh, I think they're just really trying to start to figure out how to play the game of football again, and so that's definitely a concern. Awesome. Um, on offense, who are their uh, go-to guys to watch out for? You know, they've got a freshman that's been running quarterback the last few weeks, number six, who's really kind of impressed me. Um, if you didn't look at the roster and figure out he was a freshman, then you wouldn't guess he was a freshman based off how he plays. And so he, he throws a decent little ball. He makes good decisions with the, with the reads, and, and you can tell that they've really worked with him, and uh, he, he has some pride in it. Uh, so that's that's a concern. Uh, their dive back, number 42, is a load, and he hits it up in there, and and in order to play dive back in that offense, you have to be, you know, physical. You have to love being hit. You have to love bringing the hit. Obviously, guys, uh, they got one wing back number four that, you know, if he gets that double handoff with a hole, he's gone. You know, he can run. He's got a little bit of speed. And then they've got two receivers that they flex out, number 14 and number 11, that are really good jump ball getters. Um, they're, they're your typical basketball type guys that can high point a ball go up and get it and the freshman does a good job getting it up in space uh for them to go get it so they like i said they really seem to kind of found some things last week that they can hang their hat on and i i'd expect them to continue to work and improve those things awesome um 
what about defense? Uh, what do they do defensively well, and who are their guys to watch out for over there? You know, they've got – sometimes it's a shade, number 61, that, that seems to make a lot of havoc happen in the box. You know, he's right there over the ball, and he does a good job about getting off the blocks. And if we don't get him blocked, you know, we'll have a, we'll have a long night. You know, even if he doesn't make a tackle, he'll just make things cloudy. Um, and and their, their, their safeties feel fast. Um, they're, they're, nor- they're typically a too high safety team. They're going to have two people up, uh, up, you know, I, for us, it'd be 10 yards or less off the line of scrimmage, but they, they read quick and they feel downhill. And so sometimes it's hard to get those third level guys accounted for in our blocking scheme, but we're going to have to have someone responsible for those guys screaming down in the alley. So really, you know, it's their nose and then their two safeties that we've got, we've got to be able to, to have an answer for, uh, to get offense going. What have you seen out of their special teams, like their kicker, their punters? You know, they do swing and gate on extra points, so that's always a challenge. You, you spend time uh, preparing for that, how you're going to line up for it, especially with them having some jump ball receivers. You know, they can throw a ball into a corner one-on-one, and, and they've done it, and they've shown yep. it. Um, so, you know, that's a challenge. Kickoff is one of those kickoffs that's kind of all over the place. Sometimes it's onside. Sometimes it's a poach kick. Sometimes it, they try to kick it deep. It's – you just never know what you're going to get, so you've got to be disciplined there, and and kind of the same with punts. You don't know exactly what type of punt you're going to get, um, and so it, and that makes special teams and preparing for that difficult. Uh, what would be a couple of keys to victory for you guys? Well, you know, for us defensively uh, versus them offensively, it's not giving up the big play. Um, you know, making them, which, you know, uh, it's kind of cliche telling a triple option team to drive the field, but I think that's really want, we really want them to drive the field if they are, you know, l- l- let them see if they'll will for, for, you know, for four quarters kind of nickel and diamonds or, or three, four yards a pop rather on, on midline and veer and not give up the veer pass and not give up the double handoff counter you know, kind of their big plays and, and see if we could take those away. So that that's that's important, you know, just our alignment and our communication. Offensively, I think it just goes back to, you know, kind of like what happened with Lake County. Uh, are we going to be physical? Are we just going to physically impose our will? And, again, the scoreboard doesn't show it versus Lake County, but I really thought, you know, watching that film and talking to people, you know, our offensive line and, and it was extremely physical. And we ran the ball hard. We ran the ball down the throat for almost 400 yards of offense. And so – you know, if we're able to do that and replicate that type of physicality with, behind our run game uh, this week against Greenfield, it's going to set up some quick play things that we want to try to get going in our passing game. But it hinges on us being able to run the ball. So so I think it's just physicality offensively. Are we going to be physical? Awesome. Um, I just lost my question. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, now, this game is at Greenfield, correct? It is. Uh, that's not too long of a bus ride for you guys, is it? No, I, I put it in the GPS before we, you know, we had practice tonight, and that's why I was a little bit later getting to you. We went over a little bit. Um, I uh, put it in the GPS. It's 28 minutes uh, from from our field house, so about 30 minutes. Gotcha. Um, so, I'm scatterbrained tonight. <laughs> that's all right. Um, so looking ahead to – or we're going to get some fun questions in here and get you out of here quick. Um, dude, your balls. Man, <laughs> man, wow. I don't know. I, I, they played well, you know, and of course LSU is not the LSU that everybody's used to seeing, no. you know, that they, 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 they're, they're, 
they're an okay team. Of course, Brian Kelly's a good coach. He's seen a lot, but they're not they're not the caliber that that they were two three years ago. So, you know, what time will tell how big of a win that was for for Tennessee. I think it is always tough to go into another SEC's home and win. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Death Valley is no easy place to play. Tennessee hasn't had a lot of success over the over the history of the program playing in Death Valley. Um, so that you know that that that's a, that was a challenge, but. I think the ultimate measuring stick is still that Alabama, Georgia, and you've got one of those two coming up right now. So I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, kind of, kind of what we stack up as, how we, how we measure up. I, I don't know. You know, I, I'm still, I'm still not allowing myself to, to feel the fuzzy feelings of being, you know, number six team in the, in the nation right now. Defensively, I think, I don't, uh, I, I think it'll be, I, I think it's going to be. A high scoring game between you and Alabama. You guys are Alabama. Yeah, I, I don't think, and I've said it even watching even when, when you know the pit game, the first game of the year. I I think our defense is still a year or two away from being where it needs to be to complement the offense. You know, I know he's doing well. I think we talked about this. I know he's gone out and done a lot of of recruiting on the defensive side of the ball and 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 gone after some some kids and you know he'll get those guys in hopefully. And, and be able to play the style of defense that we need to to be able to compete in the SEC. But, you know, offensively, I think we can score with anybody. I just don't know if our – especially secondary can come up in the stops that we're going to need to beat in Alabama. Offensively this weekend, Alabama did not impress me. I'm just going to be honest. No, but, I mean, you know, you you, you remove a Bryce Young, and, and then I know the younger guy will be coached up and he'll do fine, but, I mean, it's – you know this, you're a sports guy. All sports teams have a heartbeat, and you remove part of that heartbeat, it changes right. things. So, you know, I expect Bryce Young to play. I expect him to be healthy. I expect him to do what he does and, and, and remind everybody that he is an elite quarter, uh, college quarterback and does a lot of things well for them. And, and I think Nick Saban will have a good plan. I mean, he's, he's one of the best to do it, you know, uh, and so I – it's going to be a challenge, no doubt. But boy, you talk about an atmosphere. That's that's probably Knoxville will be the place to be this weekend. There's no doubt about it. Definitely. So, you as a Tennessee fan, how did this become a big rivalry for Tennessee? You know what? I don't know the history of it. I, I think it goes all the way back to Bear Bryant and um, oh uh, gosh, the coach before you know back in those days, Tennessee, and it may be in Neyland or maybe been even after him. Majors, majors. Um, that's that's the name I was thinking of. They battled. I know they had battles back in those those days, and mm-hmm. it was back and forth. And so it's, and, uh, you know, uh, here recently it hasn't done a lot of justice to the rivalry. But that second week in October, you know, that that's traditionally been a big game uh, for for the SEC and for the football in the South. And and and, and you know, I think everybody hopes that Tennessee can become relevant again. But, Tennessee game, if it has some meaning to it, like I said, the atmosphere this weekend is going to be what I think uh, see football has been needing for a long time. Awesome, definitely. Uh, I, re- I remember a question from earlier. How are you guys healed up from uh, this off week? You know, for the most part, for the ones that, that had kind of soft tissue injuries or, or some sprains or twists, you know, we're, we're, we're healed up uh, the best we can be. I mean, we didn't completely take out hitting at all. You know, we, we still we still got after it. We still worked on tackling. We still did some physical things, still physical in practice. Um, 
but um, you know, we we did lose a couple of kids late county season ending injuries, and and that hurts. Uh, definitely in the one A program, you just don't have the numbers to to lose people. And then, uh, but but we are. I'll say we're as healthy as we've been, and the you know for the last five weeks. So hopefully we see some uh, some payoff on that come Friday. We always talk about the varsity guys. How are the younger guys, the JV, the freshmen, and the, the middle you know, and and every year, and I and I struggle. I've learned that I struggle more and more and more with our younger guys about as the season prolongs, finding ways to keep them involved and make them feel like they are important because they are important. And when you're that age, it's hard to see that that while you might not be getting the varsity reps, you're still learning for when your time comes. And and that's hard. And I, you know, I think back to when I was that age, I had a hard time seeing that too. I had a hard mm-hmm. time understanding that. And and so you just continue to say it to the kids and preach it. And and we try to have as many JV games as we can. But sometimes our JV numbers just aren't where they need to be for us to take a trip to play a JV game. And again, one A school and. And it's extremely discouraging. And so I, I, I know I don't do a good enough job praising those kids. Uh, I, I try to. I try to make it a point every day to keep them interested, to keep them feeling like they are needed because they are needed. They're the future of the program. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, their, their development is important. And, and, you know, you try to find ways to develop them kind of in between practice and, and, and when you're doing things, you know, help them. And, and I think we have gotten a little better at that. But it's definitely – it's definitely probably a weakness of mine. You know, if I'm going to critique myself, I, I think, I think a weakness of myself is, is finding ways to have everyone get meaningful snaps, regardless mm-hmm. of what it is you're trying to do at practice. Even if they are on the scout team, how can you make those snaps meaningful and relate it for them? You know, let them see that, Hey, yeah, you're going against varsity, but this is going to help you by doing X, and if that makes sense, what I'm saying. So they they're reaching the point of the season where it's extremely hard on them right now uh, because their JV season's winding down. I think they got one game left, and and they're really starting to get beat up on by the varsity. The season's getting longer, and and so you know, got to be sure we take a little bit more a, uh, effort to to you know appreciate those guys and and let them know that they are important. Definitely, definitely. Um, my last question, and I'll let you get out of here. Uh, what do you think of baseball playoffs so far? I haven't watched the first game, and since the Cardinals are out of it, I don't know if I will. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. You I, know I, I thought the Cardinals would put a better performance. Well, the way things went on Friday just kind of – I think it just kind of told the tale of where – where the Cardinals were at as far as their streak and, and, and they, they had gone cold and, and, you know, it's a bad time of the year to go cold. And unfortunately I think that's what happened. And uh, they're, 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 you know, they were hot up until the all-star break and even a little bit after the all-star break, but they started cooling off and doing a downward trend ever since. And I don't think they ever recovered. So, you know, but I, I, I haven't watched much at all. If any, the Phillies scare me right now. Are they playing well? Yeah, they beat the Braves. Well, at one point it was seven to one, and they thought they the Braves come back and it was seven to six the final score today. So, um, as well, a Tuesday, you know this as well as I do. And that's one thing about baseball that makes it different than everything else. A team can get streaky. You know, yep. you just you just got to get in. And you know, when I coached baseball, and you know, that was always our thing. You know, just hey, get to the postseason, get in there because you just never know. You never know who's going to get hot when and, and when things are going to start flowing and which teams are going to get cold. You know, that's that does make baseball postseason different than anything else because it's a very streaky sport. 
it it definitely is. It definitely is. Well, coach, it's fun as always. I look forward to talking to you after a big win over the orange and black yellow jackets. Yes, sir, from Greenfield. Yes, yes, <laughs> orange and black, black yellow jackets from Greenfield. Uh, coach Dixon and uh, I've actually got three coaches on staff that are alumni of Greenfield, so oh, it's wow. a little bit of a homecoming for them. Nice. So. Hopefully they'll come out of there with a win. I hope so. I hope so. All right. Awesome. I'll talk to you later, Coach. Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you, you too. Next up on the podcast, Coach Keith Hodge from Dresden Lions Football. Stop recording. How's it going tonight? Hey, man. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. The Braves just awesome. Braves just took the lead, so I'm kind of, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, I got yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, same old, same old. Uh, <laughs> they look good though. They look good. I haven't been able to watch them today, but um, it's they just I don't. Look know. Good yesterday, but it's it's pretty neat how uh, how intense postseason baseball is. You know what I mean? It just looks so different than oh, yeah. regular season. I mean, it's just like in NFL, every game is super intense. You know, because you don't play a hundred games, but. Man, you get into the postseason baseball. It's just God, it's awesome. I love it. Then it's just I the bet, atmosphere is great. I bet you couldn't hear yourself think at the game right now. No way. There ain't no way. It's it's just awesome. I don't know. I'd like to I've never been to a postseason baseball game before in my life. And I've been to thirty games, but I've never been to one. I'd love to go sometime. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. It's pretty neat. Speaking of something else in you guys put it on the queue in last week, four fifty six to fourteen. Uh, last Friday night. Uh, how do you feel about your team's performance overall? Well, number one, I'm proud of the way we bounced back. You know, we, we had a tough loss to McKenzie and didn't play, you know, our best football. And um, I think we let things kind of get the better of us. And, uh, you know, we just didn't play good football that week. And, and you know, we could have easily, you know, uh, like I've told some other people, we could have easily had a bad week of practice and sulked and, um, you know, pouted our way and, but we didn't, you know, we, we, we had a good week and uh, understood the, how important another region game is. And, uh, and we knew McEwen was a, they're a good football team. You know, I know the score says a little bit otherwise as far as, you know, how things went, but they're a good football team. They're, they're hard to handle. They're physical. Um, but we, we, we just did a really good job of taking advantage of the opportunities and possessions that we got. So, uh, that that was good for us, but you know I, I'm glad of how we how 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 we bounced back and how we responded and we and it it just felt different you know than it did the week before. I felt like our guys were a little bit more focused on the game and focused on the things that we needed to do to execute and win, uh, and that was important. So you know we got to understand that that mindset we got to have that every week, not just in certain weeks. We just got to have a little bit more consistency and. You know, it's across the board from me to all the way down. So, uh, but proud of how hard we played and we played some good football the other night. Um, let's break it down. Uh, offensively, uh, how, I mean, you scored 56 points. That's pretty explainable. But how, how you know, how'd you guys feel about how your performance running the ball, throwing the ball? Well, we, you know, well, again, we we mixed it up well. You know, we, uh, we almost ran it 20 times. We almost threw it 20 times. And, uh, you know, so we're doing, uh, we're trying to mix things up a little bit and be, uh, you know, not one dimensional. And, you know, I told you last week was making changes and we did, we made some changes to both our offensive and defensive lines. And, uh, 
you know, overall, I thought we could have played a little bit better um, up front, but it was also a new week of new players getting used to calls and communicating with each other and being on the same page. And when you make a change like that, it always takes time to get get used to each other, get used to, like I said, communication and everything. So it was good to get that game under our belt and in a game which we played, you know, well enough that we were able to execute plays and put points on the board. Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, I thought Tatum had another big game. I thought the pass protection was – really really good we did have some big running plays that opened up some big holes for us that we ran well on so you know overall you know uh you know we thought we played pretty well offensively and uh receivers had some good catches raymond johnson had a big game for us and got him the ball in multiple ways and um you know uh, other receivers had big games too so you know overall you know it, you know i'd you know I'd give us at least you know probably an a minus or, or you know around b plus range uh uh, so it wasn't too bad, you know. You know, there's areas we still we got to improve on. Obviously, we still got, you know, I know the score says one thing, but you know, watching film will tell you another thing. You know, you still mm-hmm. got things where you've got to improve and focus on. And that's what we'll do after this break is really dial in on things and try to get better. How do you feel like the the changes you made to adapt? How do you, how do you feel like they adapted to those changes? Well, you know, during the week, it was a little bit of, you know, early struggles, you know, just trying to, you know, adapt and figure out the calls, like I said, and communicating with each other. You know, we've got three guys that's been up front for two years that know how to communicate a little bit and two brand new guys we put down there that normally play the D-line. So making that change was hard on them, I think, Uh, but it allowed us to put more size up front, more weight. A um, little bit more strength um, to help improve our run game. We felt like, um, you know, so like I said, that getting that first week out of the way uh, was good for us. Um, you know, regardless of what the score said, you know, we needed that game to to get better. And luckily, we we played well enough that we you know came away with a big win. You know, either way, that was going to be a tough game with new faces on that offensive line. So. But, you know, you got to have growing pains when you switch things up, and um, we were able to do that. Uh, you know, growing pains are going to be good for us this next couple of weeks. Um, you know, but overall, you know, I thought they played hard, and that's the main thing is being consistent, playing hard. So, you know, there's just there's just some things that you're we're seeing on film that, hey, that's got to be better, and uh, we think it will be. Uh, individually or unit-wise, who had a good game offensively? Uh you know, as a whole, I thought we all played well together. I thought there was things that, um, you know, some did better than others, obviously, and you're going to have that in every single game. Uh, I thought Jet, Trish and Jet and Tatum played really well. I thought that um, – I thought our H, we went to a little bit different look with having a uh, an H kind of fullback type look in our shotgun, and that was Cameron Schlick and – and uh, Dolak, Dolak's another kid that stepped in there, and Jason Ritz, who we moved from the offensive line to age back. Those guys had a great game. Uh, I thought they blocked well. I thought they opened up some holes for us. Uh, you know, so – and, uh, again, our guys that are up front that are consistently there, uh, they played pretty well, and the other ones just got to improve every day and get better. But overall, I thought as the whole unit offensively, we did play better this week, and, uh, and it showed on film, I felt like. Um, such a defense. Uh, your defense allowed 14 points, 
So another good performance for those guys. Uh, how do you feel like they performed overall? Well, they actually, they only gave up seven. We threw a pick six. Um, that hurt us a little bit, uh, but they, they gave up seven points right out right after halftime. Uh, they came out and did some new things on us that we hadn't seen, and we didn't trust our reads. And they drove down the field. We had a uh, two penalties on that drive that hurt us. Uh, felt like so. You know, we we just didn't have a. We had that one drive that we didn't play very well defensively. Uh, but one out of an entire game, that's not bad against a good football team. Right. You know, a good team like that that's scoring, I mean, I don't know what their average scoring was, but I know it's over – it was around 49, 50 points. McEwen wow. was averaging per game. So, to hold our defense to hold them to seven, uh, I thought that was huge for us. Um, you know, so like I said, we play good defense. We, you know, we got after them. Um, you know, they've got some, some really good running backs. You know, they got a kid that's a Mr. Football candidate and Tommy Wills, uh, tough. Down, like I was telling you, he's a 220-pound kid that's downhill on you now. I thought we did a great job against him, uh, containing him, making them – the key was is make, we was putting them in good situations. We was putting them in third and seven, uh, third and eight, those type of situations. And their offense that's a, makes them a little more predictable than a third and two. Uh, or third and three even, you know, those situations, you know, they can feed it to him and he can get two to three yards easily. Mm-hmm. So that was the main thing was, is we got them in good situations that our defense did. And the main thing was just hats to the ball. You know, we had, you know, seven or eight guys that were constantly flying to the ball and the rest were on their way. And uh, so, you know, it was good how, how hard we played on defense. Um, was there an individual or a unit that had a really good game or was it completely the whole defense? <laughs> You know, it comes down to the whole defense because of what they were doing. You know, they, they did try to throw some, and we had some picks, uh, and we had two or three interceptions. We had a fumble recovery. Uh, so we got back in the plus range. No, it's, we, we've been in the plus range pretty good in turnover margin. Um, so we did well with that. Um, so overall, I thought they all played pretty well. I, I thought Jet, Tristan Jet, was all over the field. You know, he had a pick six, and – um, he was uh, he was just all over the place, honestly, making a lot of tackles at the line of scrimmage. And, uh, you know, I thought our linebackers played well. And I thought the new D-line that came in that had to step up, I thought they played pretty well. Um, so as a unit in those type of games, you have to play well together. And uh, I thought we did a pretty good job. Awesome. Awesome. Um, do you have any injuries coming off Friday night? We do. Uh, one of our defensive backs uh, broke his finger. Um, so we're looking at, you know, a cast, probably some sort of splint, something on his finger and probably have to put a club on him so he can play, uh, what, what, how that's going to limit him. We just don't know just for certain, just yet, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see in practice, you know, he is cleared to play, but you know, we got to be careful with that and be smart. Um, he played well the other night, did some good things and, you know, he played well the week before against McKenzie. So, you know, that could be. So we're going to see how he looks. You know, we got to be smart about it and uh, evaluate him in practice um, and just kind of see how he looks and things. So uh, we'll, we'll see how he does. And, you know, I hate that for him because he's having a good year and uh, he's, had to, he's had to step up and take on some tough roles. And, um, you know, having a club on your hand is not, is not the ideal thing, uh, but um, he'll play through it. He's a tough kid. So other than that, um, you know, we're uh, – you know, we're okay um, overall still for this time of year. 
decently healthy. Um, uh, let's see, we did lose a defensive lineman for the year, the surgery. I think we talked about that last week. But uh, other than that, you know, we're like I said, I think for this time of year, we're relatively healthy. So this uh, this uh, this uh, this bye week comes at a good point. So you can heal up heal up the bank of the bruises and the the finger. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, I think it's important to. Uh, I, I love it. Fall, it falls on our fall break, so you know we're not in school. Um, so that allows me to give them time completely away from away from football and let them spend time with their family and let coaches spend time with their family and. Because, uh, you know, we, we've been grinding it out since, you know, since spring football and haven't really slowed down. I know we slowed down a little bit during dead period, but um, you're still evaluating and thinking a lot during dead period about changes or what you need to do different or what you like and don't like. And um, and the same thing right now, we're still thinking about those things and watching a ton of film. But, you know, it still gets that little bit of break in there where you can breathe and, and take a mental break for the players and, uh, you know, so I think it does come in a good time. I think it's going to be good for us, and um, and uh, hopefully we won't miss a beat coming back. How, how do you do that? Give that balance of giving them the break off, but then still keep them in, in in shape. It's it's hard, you know. There is a balance, and you know, and our weight room's open for the guys, and they can do some things, and um, it's up to them to kind of work on some things they want to work on. But I think the main thing is. You know, the film is shared with them, and there's a lot of film that they can watch and study up on, and um, and uh, they'll do that. I know that, and they won't uh, – they're like me, they, you know, and the coaches. They're going to watch film and try to improve and mentally improve a little bit on what they think they need to improve on and, and the things that we look for in film against our next opponent. So, uh, you know, it, it's tough, you know, but, you know, that that that's what this time is for. I feel like to just – give yourself a little bit of a physical break. Cause you know, we've been going hard since, you know, what July 9th or 10th, you know, we just haven't stopped. So this is, I think, I think it's just good for them to, to step away a little bit and uh, let their bodies just, you know, take a little bit of time to get away from that beating that you constantly take and um, hopefully get their legs back under them a little bit. And, you know, I, I don't have a perfect answer to any type of, mental and physical wear down or what it takes to how much is enough or how much is not enough or how much is too much of a break or what is not enough break. You know, I've never quite figured that out and been in this a little while now and nobody's ever gave me good answers. I I just think that you got to judge it by looking at your kids and, um, and uh, make the best decision and and roll with it and have confidence in it. And um, it is what it is. Well, y'all start back on Monday or we all start back Sunday or, We'll start back Sunday. We'll, we'll come in and watch a little bit of our McEwen film, just a little bit, uh, because what we're about to see is nothing like what they do. And then we'll start on O'Brien County and um, start looking at them and what they do well. And uh, they're a very, very good foot, 4A football team. They're a lot bigger than us and got some big kids and beat us in overtime last year, you know. So uh, I want to get ahead and uh, get prepared for these guys. Awesome. We can about, talk about those guys next week. Um, so I got some fun questions for you, and then I'll let you get out of here. Uh, I got to get a flag football update. How's that going? So he was off. Um, let's see. He was off on Saturday because of fall break. I don't know if they'll turn around and play this coming Saturday. I cannot remember if they got a game. I think they do have a game. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But he's been off. 
uh, from practice and everything because of fall break, and they give them a little bit of a breather too, which is good for six-year-olds. But um, so we'll see. You know, we'll see how this Saturday, this coming Saturday goes, and we'll we'll uh, we'll discuss it next Wednesday if you want to, and, and talk about how he does. Hopefully. Um, man, I thought your Cardinals were going to pull it out. I, I I thought they'd play better. Well, it's just one of those things, you know. It's uh, like I said, it's that time of year where, you know, you need to play well because everybody in it's really good and everybody's going to battle. And uh, I miss the game, but you know, it's uh, it's just one of those things. You know, you got to play well this time of year, and you can't have mistakes, and you got to take advantage. And they didn't take they they had the lead in that first game and 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 lost that lead. And man, that's it's a uh, you hate to hate to say any game involves momentum. But it really does, you know. Confidence is is huge in all sports. So, you know, the I don't know if they lost their confidence, but the other team gained just too much momentum on them. I think the Phillies took the momentum from that game and took it into the Atlanta series because they come out flying yesterday. Well, like I said, it's one of those. That's like you know, if you you get hot at the right time, and I know everybody in the playoffs are hot right now, but um, still, you know, it's it's baseball's a weird sport. It could be day to day and. You could slump bad one day and the next day just all of a sudden get hot and then carry that momentum. So, I don't know. It's It definitely makes it electric. And, uh, man, I don't know. It's just good. October is good baseball. There's no doubt about it. Um, I saw your Irish get a win. Yeah, that, that was good for them uh, against a good football team. And uh, like, like I've told you, though, it, they're just – you can't – you just can't compete with SEC and everything until you become – explosive and have a top tier quarterback that's either a dual threat or can blow the top off of the receivers and threaten you downfield. So they're just going to have to start under, you know, and and they know a lot more than I know, obviously, but that's the gap I see from being a fan. That's just the gap I see between them the past 10 years compared to, uh, to these other teams is just the explosiveness. Coach Moore and I talked about this earlier, but, I think the biggest game is uh, Tennessee and Alabama this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be huge. You know, I, I think what Tennessee has to get through the first half, play good football, and then let the second half take care of itself. But you can't you can't get down to Alabama. They're too good mm-hmm. uh, in every position. They just are. But if you weather that storm early and you get through that first half and you're either winning or tied – or playing dang good football, then the second half is anybody's game. There's no doubt about it. But you cannot get down 14 to 17 points against Alabama. They're just too talented. But if they can get through that first half and play good football, I think they got a real good chance. Georgia knows what that feels like to get down to Alabama. <laughs> I mean, it's just, that's just one of those things, you know. And, and uh, you can't get down to Georgia either. I mean, I know their quarterback play hasn't been spectacular, but they're just too talented. When you get behind people that are that talented, it's hard to storm back because they can match your speed too easily, mm-hmm. and it just it just hurts you. So you have to be in that game early and then let everything gather. You know, just gain momentum somehow. Special teams, an interception, a fumble, whatever you need to get to get that little bit of edge, and that's what Tennessee's going to have to have. Random question, and you might not have seen Stetson Bennett play much, but if you've seen him, does he remind you of Jaden Stinson? Which one? Ben, Stetson, uh, Stetson Bennett from Georgia? Uh, You know, I, I haven't got to see him really play yet, just a few highlights. 
Um, so I, I don't have a, just a, I, I, I don't know. Um, you know, Stenson is a good quarterback that's extremely smart with the football, but I would think Bennett's a little faster, but I could be wrong. I just ain't got a chance to see him, so I don't have a good answer. I was just curious because you uh, you saw Stenson for a while. Yeah, yeah, I've gotten, you know, I've, I've had, I've had, too much of Stinson, and uh, <laughs> I don't want to know more of that mess. He he's he's a guy. He was good. He just he just pick us apart, you know. Just real smart, throw good balls, and patient, and uh, knew knew the offense really well. Uh, just a good player, real good player. Right now, him and Murray State are struggling, but they are there. they are they they just haven't found that. Uh, like I said, they have found their identity or rhythm or you know, what they need right now. And, um, you know, it's tough when you got injuries, it's always tough. Oh, yeah. No matter what level you're at, when you start having injuries, you're going to struggle a little bit. And, uh, we all have seen it. We've all been a part of it and it's hard and, uh, it's hard on your players and hard on the coaches and hard on the community. And, uh, but, um, you just, like I said, you got to weather that storm and figure things out around the personnel you have and do the best you can with what you have. Awesome. Well, Coach, it's been fun as always, and I look forward to talking to you next week after a big win, or uh, previewing a big win over uh, O'Brien County. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you. We'll see. See you, Coach. Have a good one. Recording. Next up on the podcast, Coach Sean Thompson from Paducah Tillman Blue Tornado Football. Stop recording. Hey, good I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, well, you guys are coming off of a really tough uh, game against uh, uh, Henry County down there in Paris, Tennessee. Uh, 24 to 20 uh, defeat. How do you feel like your team performed overall? Overall, the kids played hard. Um, went down there and played a tough team. Um, you know, both teams going through injury issues and, um, you know, limitations on what you can do based on who you have available and and they just played a little bit cleaner than we did we still made a few mistakes at, uh, uh in times where we can't where you can't make mistakes and it ended up being uh the difference in the ball game and you, you got to take your hats off to henry county and their coaching staff and their players because um, they're a good football team they play well um your offense scored 20 points uh how did they perform overall Individually, uh, at, at times they were really good. You know, we were clean. Um, and then there were times where we made mistakes that killed drives, and, and there was times where we made mistakes to, uh, that didn't allow drives to get started at all. Um, for the most part, we protected the ball, but in, in the most critical moment of the game, we turned it over. And you know, the team that wins the turnover battle is usually a team that wins a football game, and we didn't win that battle. Um, but overall, we had individuals. Jordan White stepped up and had another huge game um, with Malachi out. And he's been a, a guy that we've been able to lean on. And, and we knew that going into the season that he had that kind of talent. But he continues to prove it and show the, show the world what he's about. And, you know, it's exciting. Um, but, but this week and see what he can do this week, you know, and then along with the other guys and getting and get win that we didn't have last week on the offensive side of the ball um, should be exciting. Other than Joran White, who had a good game for you guys overall on offense? Um, Avi Starks has been playing really good for us. He plays in our he plays in our slot slash tight end position. Um, he's been playing really good as of late. Um, he's big, 
big time blocker on the second level. Um, but and he's sure hands and, and runs good routes and big target for Jack to get the ball to. Um, but you know, he, he's the one, um, outside of, outside of, uh, Jordan who had a big game. Um, you mentioned, uh, Malachi Ryder being out. How's his mm-hmm. status? I mean, he's still just strengthening and making sure that he, uh, there's that he's strong enough when he comes back, it doesn't happen again. Um, you know, it's a thing where if he absolutely had to play, we're in the state championship tomorrow, um, he's playing. But, you know, we're just not at, at that point, and we want to make sure that he's 100% come playoff time so we can, uh, you know, have that uh, dynamic duo in the backfield between him and uh, Jordan, you know, just a two-headed monster coming at you. Um, so that that's the part we're looking for as far as when we bring him back. You know, those wrestlers are all, always got it out. Yeah, well, and that, and that's the biggest problem. He's just a big ball of muscle. So it, he just had a basic dislocation. Mm-hmm. But in order to get it back in, he had to go to the hospital and be put to sleep because his, his muscle is just so muscle-bound and it was just so tight they couldn't get it back in without figuring out a way for him to relax his muscles. And they couldn't do that without putting him down. So, Jeez. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, that just makes me cringe. Yeah, he's a bundle of muscle. Let's just say that. <laughs> um, what about defense? You guys, you guys, you gave up twenty-four points, but uh-huh. I know you guys, you, you always perform well on defense. What did you think of their performance? Yeah, for the most part, they played well. Um, they gave up, but there was a, you know, and we got a mop-up touchdown at the end as well. But there was a touchdown at the end that was, you know, it was a big run right there at the end of the game, where we're trying to. Sh- Back after turnover, turned it over. Um, realistically, the score to that game was seventeen fourteen, as far as the actual game part. But it's not what shows on the on the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you know, two good football teams, two good defenses, two good offenses. They uh, they just made more plays than we did. But our defense flew around and was very strong against the run, as they always are, and also was very good against the pass. We we were hit a couple times on the screen. Um, that we worked pretty hard on um, recognizing um, this week in practice. And, and, and the guys, you know, started a little rough at the beginning of the week, but I think they understand it and they see it and recognize it and they're able to stop it going forward. Um, who had a big game for you guys on defense? Uh, a bunch of guys, yeah. You have JT Adams, who's always all over the place. Um, you had um, Chris Mooney plays a strong safety for us. He had a really good game. Um, the, the play of the night was, um, Dariante Ragsdale, uh, chasing down, a a, a big run and the, the guy probably had 15, 20 yards on him and he chases him down, catches him at the, uh, three or four or something like that. And then the defense gets a stand. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty, that's, you know, that's a coachable moment, teachable moment. You just can sit there and, and see a man sell out for his team, um, and, and, and good things come from that. And that's what we're trying to get these kids to do every week is understand, you know, Derry didn't make that play for him. He made that play to keep him out the end zone and make sure that we had a chance to win. And, and, and the big scheme of things, you know, that's how we want all our players to play selfless. Definitely, definitely. Um, Special teams, how'd you guys perform? Kick coverage, kick return, punt coverage? Uh, pretty good. Um, 
uh, Nolan Waller is now putting them all in the end zone. Um, we have two kickers that can put in the end zone. It's um, pretty good. Um, we didn't have any field goal attempts. He did. He did good. We did have a punt block and an extra point block. You know, that's just protection up front. Sometimes, you know, you go through the motions and and don't understand that those plays are live and. And really and truly, um, what it comes down to is the same person on both of those um, blocks that didn't do their job or at least get close to their job. So sometimes you have to look at replacing people and, and moving forward if, if people aren't going to buy in to what you need them to do. So um, we'll, we'll have that fixed and cleaned up. But, you know, as far as our kickers and our returners are concerned, they, they played well. Um, overall, I know you – we are, we already talked about Malachi, but uh, any other injuries coming off of Friday night's game? Uh, coming off the game, no. We're, we'll have everybody that we had um, um, last week. Um, we'll get Corintez Moore back. He plays he plays our uh, big H, um, like a fullback type guy um, in our big sets. We'll get him back. We'll still be without Nyon Fitzgerald this week, um, who was out last week concussion protocol he'll be out again this week and and other than that i think we're good is Fitzgerald a star on the basketball program at two months tillman he yes he played as a freshman last year he didn't play varsity okay but that was that's a different Fitzgerald. okay i recognize that name i couldn't remember yeah yeah but he is a really good basketball player as well i got you um how's practice been this week really good I hate to say that because sometimes you practice real good and then you play bad and practice bad and play good. So um, it's actually yeah, the, the guys are really locked in and focused. You know, this is a big game for us this week. This right here at one, it's that first opportunity for a trophy. You know, you win this game, you secure the district, and you're you most likely district district champions. Um, and and then it also gets you another game home field advantage in the playoffs. That you guarantee, and, and that's what you want. That's what it's about: is making sure that you uh, go out and do your job at the right time, and and the right time is now. Um, it's a big week for us, and kids. You can tell that they know it; they recognize it. Well, uh, moving into your opponent this week, you you're traveling to Union County to face the Braves. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen them, or I'm seeing them. <laughs> Very funny. Um, I listened to them against Murray earlier this year, and they yeah. they run the ball really well. Yeah. They do. Um, they have re- two really good uh, running backs. Really, they have three really good running backs. One, um, Jaron, um, I can't remember his last name off the top of my head right now without looking. Um, he tore his ACL early in the season, and ever since that, ever since he's gone down, it's been you know more of a committee thing in the backfield and, and moving um, Chris Hughes and um, Kanye Pollard back there a lot to run the ball, and, and they're typically guys that play receiver for him. Um, you know, in a sense, it makes it easier for us as those are their best two players and, and you put them in the backfield, everybody sees them. We feel really good about our ability to stop the run. Um, but these are definitely the best two running backs that um, we've seen all year outside of maybe Mayfield running back and, uh, and maybe South Horn. And, but they, these guys are explosive like that and, and very powerful. And, and there's two of them. We have to make sure that we know where they're at um, when they're on offense, and we have to make sure when they're on defense, we don't give them extra opportunities to touch the ball because they're they're guys that'll make us pay. Would you say the Braves are more of a running style offense, or will they throw it occasionally? They'll throw it. Um, they like they like to bootleg a lot, and they'll run the quarterback as well. 
Um, but they're definitely they're what they want is to run. I know I know Coach Johns very well. He was defensive coordinator when I was the offensive coordinator at Union County together um, for uh, four years. We were together, so uh, he uh, I, he knows me well, and I know him well. And 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 his truest heart, his truest self, they want to run the ball. They want to be in the I formation and 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 play power football. So that, that's what they'll run mostly is the I formation on the lineup there. Yeah, and they'll they'll do some split back type stuff too, and they'll be in the gun and do that stuff as well. But you know, power trap and, and counter is what they're built on. Is there anyone else to watch out for except for those two explosive running backs on offense? The, the quarterback, the quarterback's really good, and he also he's a really good linebacker. I honestly, I actually think he's a better linebacker than he is a quarterback. His name's Cannon Sheffer. Um, he's 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 good. And then they have a receiver, um, last name Manuel. He's number eight for him. He's a guy that can make plays. He's a playmaker, really good basketball player. Um, but he's he's also a, a very f- formidable football player as well. So, um, you know, they got some guys that can play football. We just have to make sure that we come out and do our job. The the difference between us and them is is the schedule that we've played. You know, you know we've we've been in this game already. And they have it. And that's what it comes down to is can we come out there and play to the level we've been playing um, against the opponents that we've had or are we going to come down and play to the level of the opponents that they've had? And that's what it comes down to. Uh, Union County is a good football team. Coach Johns is a great coach, and he's going to make sure those guys are ready to play. Um, So it's going to be up to us and and where we come in in our mindset. You have definitely ran the gauntlet. Schedule-wise, I mean, for sure, for sure, and, and that's what we do it for. We we do it so when it gets to games like this, we're ready for the moment, and, and hopefully, it, it all pays off. Um, looking at their defense, uh, what kind of defenses do the Braves run? Uh, I I would call it a four-two-five. Um, they play a little split coverage um, and do some things. Uh, the, the thing about it is, is they have Chris Hughes and, and Kanye out there roaming around that secondary, and and Cannon Shefford, linebacker. Like I said, he reads run and 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 gets to it faster than any linebacker I've seen. Um, and he comes in a bad in a bad way. He's he's ready to hit you, and he's powerful. Um, so we're just gonna have to make sure that we get bodies on those guys and. And really and truly, if we're getting bodies on them on both sides of the ball, hopefully they wear down before we do. Are Pollard and Hughes, are they bigger running backs? Or They're not they're little. Um, Chris is a, is a physical specimen. He's uh, he's every bit of 6'1", um, and, and just big, powerful legs and, and runs well. Um, Kanye is probably a little faster. He's a little shorter, but he's thick as well. They're, they're – they're, uh, they're two kids that any team in Western Kentucky would love to have on their team. Okay. Got you. Um, other than uh, anybody else to watch out for, watch out for on their defensive side? Uh, yeah, they they have some guys that, that have played um, before. Um, also very young, especially up front. Um, you know, they're playing a lot of sophomores up front. Um, their free safety has been a guy who's made plays for him, especially against us in the past. And we want to make sure that we don't let, allow him to make plays and, and just be smart. That's what it comes down to. Let's be smart. You know, the longer we have the ball, the better off we are. It's not about scoring in one play. It's about making sure that we move the sticks. And, 
And I think our kids are starting to understand that. And, you know, as long as we play smart, I think that um, things will work out for us and, and, and be in our favor. But if we're out here trying to do too much, they have guys that make you pay. Um, so what would you say your keys to victory over the Braves are? Uh, we need to be able to sustain drives on offense. We have to definitely win the turnover battle. Um, you know, they've, they've on film, they've been, you, you see them put it on the ground or throw interceptions, you know, here and there. Um, but we do that too. So we got to make sure that we win, win that turnover battle. It's like I tell you every week, that's the most important thing. It's one of the biggest indicators of who wins or loses. Um, and, you know, that that's, that's not going to be any different this week. So we got to make sure we win that turnover battle. And then, you know, from there, it's just, you know, what, which team makes the fewest mistakes. And I think that that's one thing that last week I was pleased with. We've made mistakes in key moments, but we made so many, so much fewer. Than, you know, there wasn't as many as we've had in, in weeks past, mm-hmm. especially in the in the penalty category. You know, we cut that in over half. And, and and the guys seem to be more locked in and, and understand that, that that plays a difference in it and hopefully that we can continue to build on that. So um, the team that makes the less, least amount of mistakes um, probably win the game. Awesome. Um, I'll let you get out of here on the last question. Uh, how's your nose deal this weekend? Oh, my gosh, they broke me. I watched it again, and they lost. See? Yeah. They uh, – they gave up, I guess, a 14-point lead in the second half, lost by two. Ouch. Really? Yeah. To a, a quarterback that did not complete a pass in the second half. Oh, geez. <laughs> Who was this? Uh, they played NC State, and their quarterback went down, I guess, right there after halftime, beginning of the third period. Um, and the, the score was 17-3 to at halftime for State. Mm-hmm. And then I think they score a touchdown, so it's seventeen ten. And then that backup quarterback comes in, doesn't complete a pass, and and they lose. Jeez, ouch! That's got turnovers. Um, I know you're not a tech fan, but uh, what do you think of their resurgence after losing firing their coach? Huh. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You you don't ever know what what's going on within a program. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it's impressive that they've faced that adversity and came out on top, but you just never know. Um, you don't know what click, you don't, I don't know what, what players they got back or didn't have back or, you know, what, what, how did it change schematically after he disappeared? Are they doing the same thing? Are they doing something different? I, you know, I, I don't know any of that, but it's impressive <laughs> that when faced with adversity like they were, and I don't think it gets any crazier than losing your coach mid, midway through a season and then um, having a changeup like that and, and playing the type teams that they play each week to be able to come out and really start going on a run is pretty impressive. So, What I keep hearing is they're having fun now. That's all. That's go. all I keep hearing is they're having fun playing. Well, and and that's huge. It's funny. One of my players told me that last week. Man, it's so much easier when you're having fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> I said, well, you know what? I agree with that, and I do. We we love to have fun up here, but it's a lot funner when you're winning. So right. we got to figure out to get back on that side consistently, and things are really get rolling. Well, speaking of that, I'm looking forward to talking to you next week after a big win over the Braves and more. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Look, look forward to that in a, 
as always, I enjoyed it, Coach. I look forward to it next week. I appreciate you. Thank you. Have a good one. Yes, sir. You too.